You're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Aid, the Google Ads agency. There are 10 key elements for an advertising-ready website, and we're going to go over them right after this quick promotional break. I'm just kidding. We'll do it now. The first one, check that everything is working. Now, you might be like, dude, I can't believe I'm watching this video, and this idiot just told me that one of the most important things is to make sure that everything on my website is working, but it is. It is because I cannot begin to tell you how many clients we bring on. It's like, hey, the form is broken, the link is broken, the blog is broken. Do this. Go to Fiverr and search for website. And for no money, you can get a comprehensive search done for literally next to nothing. And they go through and they check every single form, every link, every page. And then, I don't know, do this once a quarter at a minimum. Check to make sure your site is working. It's not up to your agency to do this, by the way which is really frustrating in some instances because they should be catching some things, but the line of demarcation is very blurry, right? It's like, well, do I own this or do you own this? Because I built it, but you use it. So we put uptime monitoring on all of our client sites, but we have 200 clients. We can't afford to go through and have our employees check every single page of every single site every single day. And you don't need to do that, but make sure that things are working and then put in a standard operating procedure for regular website checks. Whoever it is that you hire, say, hey, can we do this once a quarter? And, and then now they've got a subscription continuity client. They'd love that. This is actually a good little business, by the way. If somebody wanted to launch an agency that did nothing but this, I think that'd be a rock solid model. And it's simple, it's understandable, and everybody would want it. And they'd all want it because it's like, we've all had that thing where it's like, gosh, I just spent two days setting traffic to a page that's down. So for anybody that wants a business idea, this is a really good one. And it's one where if you white labeled, I think you'd have as much opportunity in the agency space as you would just in the direct to other businesses spaces because people would start reselling your stuff. So check to make sure everything's working properly and then have a recurring cadence for those checks. Number two, accessible across all devices. This is easier said than done. It's not a point that I'm going to try to defend anymore. I remember as early as two years ago, people challenging me on the fact that they needed to be mobile. You know, like, no, my customers only use desktop. And I was like, oh, my God, you sound so stupid. You're so stupid. Oh, your face bugs me. I hope you get egged in the back of the head while walking. That's benign enough to not ruin their day. You have to be mobile. But what's interesting about this is it's not just about the browser. It's about the device, the OS. I should say it's not just about the screen size. Again, going back to your website check, make sure that if you're checking on a Mac, somebody checks on a PC. If you're checking on iOS, somebody's checking on an Android. And just take a look at how your website resolves. This is also one of the reasons that websites need to get simpler, not more complex. I can web browse on my smartphone. Not well, but I can follow links and kind of like, you know, engage with content. And the simpler the website, the better. And then, you know, now Apple's got its glass and whatever that thing's called. That newfangled whiz-bang GoDaddy gadget. I don't know. Make sure that your site is working across all devices. And if that means simplifying things, by the way, brand guidelines be damned. I do not care what gradient you think has to be in the background across everything. Like, just make the damn thing work. That's number two. Number three, speed is critical. This is one I can beat up all the time. As a matter of fact, if you want to embarrass me, go check the Solutions 8 website speed right now because I bet you it's subpar. Because we're constantly, always, Yvonne's rolling his eyes at the moment. He's our CTO. We're always beating up our site speed. And then it's always, there's like, I don't know why. I don't understand it. I, I'm like, I did this work. It's like code degeneration or something. Here's the other thing too, is you have to use Google's page speed insights if you're going to be using Google ads. Because developers will tell you that Google's page speed insights, it doesn't measure properly. And I agree with them because I've heard the argument and it makes sense. It doesn't take into consideration things like latent loading. There's a way that, 
the site would resolve for a human in a way that the site resolves for the computer in their two different ways. And Google decides that it's going to ignore some of the rules that are assigned in order to allow people to experience a faster website, even though things are loading in the background. Google still judges you for the background loading. It's the way that it was explained to me, the dummy. That said, doesn't matter because ostensibly your quality score is based on user experience, which includes, relies very heavily on page speed. So make sure your page speed is fast, super fast. Desktop is a lot easier than mobile. It goes back to having a simple website. Simple, simple, simple. Number four, contact information is exists somewhere. First of all, you have to have this for compliance. Second of all, there's nothing more frustrating than I'm actually, I'm ready. I want to go. I want to do this. Let's do it. How do I get a hold of you? Now you get to decide what contact information you put up. I've deprioritized the phone number on my website because I just noticed phone call leads just weren't as good. And we got so much spam and it was managerial, very difficult, and we've got a waiting list. And so we decided to deprioritize the calls. If you're hardcore, that's it's always funny to me for clients who are like, we need more leads. We have to fill up the pipeline. And then we said, well, you know, we could prioritize phone calls. And he's like, no, 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 we don't want to do that. And I'm like, well, then you don't really need more leads that much because it's the balance of risks. Regardless, you have to have contact information somewhere. I like to make sure that no matter what, there's either a phone number or an email on the footer of your website. Don't make people dig for contact info. Number five, clear call to action on every page. One of the easiest things to do is just anchor a CTA into your header. We've got free action plan basically everywhere across our entire site. Your CTA might be different. It might be page dependent. I prefer that, by the way, especially if you have multifaceted variant, multivariant service offerings. But give people the ability to do something, even if they're at the top of the funnel, the tippity top. They're on the precipice. They're not even in the funnel. They're on the precipice of the funnel looking down. Give them the ability to subscribe. Make it more compelling than just subscribe now. Let me spam you. But, you know, give them something. Have a clear call to action. Use a contrast color. This is called the isolation effect so that it stands out. At least do some list building. Number six, make sure your content is clear and easy to understand. I know you're laughing at me right now. They're being like, oh, that's another obvious one. Eh, I bet you if I looked at your website, I bet you're using like multi-syllabic for quadruple PhD required understanding. Do you see why you need simple content? The average adult has an eighth grade reading level, an eighth grade reading level. Here's a pro tip, by the way. Go to Jasper or ChatGPT and say, rewrite my content for an eighth grade reading level. And if it elevates your content, then you're in trouble. Number seven, make sure that every conversion action you want to track has a separate thank you page. No matter what, I don't care what other people tell you is trackable. The separate thank you page is, is the most reliable because it's the simplest and the most archaic, to be honest with you. It's just brute force. It's like they went here, they did it, they didn't, they didn't. All the other tracking mechanisms throw false positives, lose tracking, Separate thank you page for every conversion action, no matter what. Number eight, verification badges. It's shocking how well these work. Anything you've got, secure payment, BBB, SSL, guarantees, free returns, make your own badges. Make your own badges that have all the things that you offer. This is especially true for e-commerce. It increases conversion on e-commerce sites, especially low-ticket e-com, really significantly. I don't love BBB, by the way, but you can dance with the devil if you want to. You can turn free shipping. If you offer free shipping, make it a badge. If you offer free returns, make it a badge. Go badge crazy. Privacy policy. You have to have one on your site. Easy to find templates. This is one where I'd actually say like it might be worth having an attorney look over the documentation that you're using things for like privacy policy, return policy. I used to not believe that. I was like, just put it up, get a template from everywhere. It doesn't matter. But somebody taught me sin. I'm spacing on sin's last name. Or I'd give her proper citation, but she was uh, one of the members of the DM elite community and she was a, an attorney or a recovering attorney by her words. And what she said that I thought was brilliant is she goes, look, throw 1500 bucks in an attorney and have him review all your documents, him or her. And then what's nice is for the rest of your professional life, that attorney has to defend those documents. And if anything ever goes wrong, you can sue their malpractice insurance. That's a hell of an insurance policy to have for 1500 bucks. Privacy policy. And then number 10, SSL certificate has to be 
secured. I think you're hard pressed to find a website builder that doesn't do this for you. But just in case, especially if you're doing custom builds, make sure you're HTTPS, not HTTP. And I want to know what I'm missing. What do you think I'm missing? The promise was 10 things that your website has to have in order to be advertising ready. What do you think a website has to have before it can be advertising ready that I missed? Call me out, shame me, make me feel bad about myself. Help me juice the algorithm so I get a bunch of comments. I shoot a video every day. I hope this one's been helpful. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan. A bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number 8.com.